Freilich and Chanukah, everybody. Freilich and Chanukah. Alright, so first of all, You guys can hear me? Okay, so first of all, first of all, big Shkayef Tavi Malone for sponsoring. Shkayef to all the all the the Shefa that comes with with bringing the Ar Haganas to the Yidden, feeding Yidden, inspiring Yidden. Only good things, Shefa, Bracha, Batzlacha, on all levels, Bagashmas, Bruchnias, to him, to all Kehila, to all Kal So, you know, when I just started, you know, uh, when I just, you know, said a Freilin Hanukkah to everybody, so it dawned upon me, that's a funny thing to say, a Freilin Hanukkah, not because Hanukkah shouldn't be happy, but usually Freilin, we usually think like Freilin Pur. But Yidin greet each other, and Chanukah, the Lichtige Chanukah, that makes sense. It should be a lit Chanukah. Chanukah should be lit up. But there should also be a Freilich in Chanukah. So you know, it's like this. Al pi halacha, technically, according to most Rishonim, according to most Rishonim, we know that when it comes to Purim, there's a mitzvah of achilu and eating and drinking, having a suda. Chanukah, on the other hand, according to most Rishonim, is not like that. There's no mitzvah to have a suda on Chanukah. And one of the basic explanations is, I'll keep shot, it makes a lot of sense, is that everyone knows on Purim our bodies were threatened. And so our response is to be besimcha with our bodies, achil and shasir. And Chanukah, our neshamas were threatened. So the response is neshamadik. Ki ner mitzvah tarar, ner Hashem nishmas adam. It's with candles, it's more avoid the ruchni, it's hal and edo. But Gashmis is not the response in Chanukah. But yet, the Ramah brings down, the Ramah brings down, that even though technically I'll be din, Alpidin. Purim is more has its its way of of avoda, and Chanukah has its different avoda. But says the Ramah, the minig of Kali Yisrael is to make Sudas and Chanukah for there to be Chanukah Mesibas and Chanukah for Brangens Mishpachta and Mishpachta each Mishpacha to make Sudas and Chanukah. So what's the pinimis of that? It's the pinimis of that it must be that the Jewish people, even though Alpihaloch it might not be so obvious, but in pinimis it must be the Jewish people feel that Hanukkah and Purim are intertwined with each other, is that on some level, Hanukkah itself is building the infrastructure that's eventually going to reveal itself in full on Purim. That Purim is already being built on Hanukkah. The truth is, this is not so, not so crazy. In the Kisveri, I'm not going to explain this Nakuda so much, but in the Kisveri we find that every Yantiv is connected to a different, different Midah. Chesed, Gvura, Teferas, Netzach, Yisait, Malchus, all the different Midahs that Hashem relates to us through. And so every Yantif is connected to a particular Midah, so Pesach is Chesed, and Rosh Hashanah is Gevura, and so on. So in most places in the Kisveri, Chanukah is related to Haid. That makes sense, right? Hal, Haidah, Avanisim, and so on, Haid. And Purim is Netzach, Purim is Netzach. But there's one place in the Kisveri where it's brought down, not like that, that Chanukah is in fact Netzach, and Purim is Haid. And there's a big discussion in the Mepharsh from the Kisveri that what's going on over here, all of a sudden now the, the, the roles have been reversed. Hanukkah is in the place of Purim, Purim is in the place of Hanukkah. 
So it's a whole, you know, there's a lot to do about it, before I'm talking about it. But Al-Kaponim, what we do see from there, what a person can be margish from there is, that there is this yichud, there is this connection between Chanukah and Purim, and Freilichkeit should, should not only remain by Purim, and Lichtigkeit by Chanukah, they have to be bound to each other. You should have a Freilich in Chanukah, and a Lichtig Purim too. This is also why those Midas, again, I'm not going to go into this right now, but those Midas of Netzach and Hoyd in the body are connected to the feet. Right, chesed is the right arm, Gvur is the left arm, Netzach is the right foot, and Hoyd is the left foot. Feet are interesting, even though there are two different, obviously, body parts. You have your right foot and your left foot, but the function of feet, which is to walk, you can only do with them together. So even though on the outside they seem as separate limbs, just like the left arm and the right arm, but in Pneumius, in terms of their function, they're bound to each other. You can't have Netzach without Hoyd, can't have Hoyd without Netzach, you can't have Hanukkah without Purim, can't have Purim without Hanukkah. So that's the first R. So what exactly is the Indian of Purim that we're developing right now with the Suda? And again, that's why the Ramah says the Minigas to have Suda on Hanukkah, even though that's something that's more associated with Purim. But Kal Yisrael, we understand them. We understand that Purim is being developed right now. So what's that Indian? What exactly is the Indian of Purim that a person is developing and being Makasha to on Hanukkah? That's number one. <clears throat> number two, it's brought down in the Svarim that, you know, every mitzvah has its own school, you know, its own, uh, you know, shefa that it brings to the world. It's brought down in the Svarim that the, the, the light of the Hanukkah candles have, beyond, it's not just a school to one particular thing, the light of the Hanukkah candles bring a refuah, specifically a refuah, to, to the entire body. So, for example, if a person is having, God forbid, uh, if there's a chayuf, there's a sickness to a particular limb, so it's going to be connected to a particular mitzvah. And whatever limb is, uh, is, is acting up, you connect to that particular mitzvah, it has a school to bring refu to that limb. But, there's, but sometimes, maybe you don't know what mitzvah that limb is connected to, or maybe there's, a, there's just a general chalisha, there's a general weakness in the entire guf. So what mitzvah do you do, what mitzvah do you connect to when there's just a general collective chalisha? The answer is Hanukkah candles. It brings a refuah to the entirety of the person. So the next question is why? What is it about Hanukkah that somehow is all together, all inclusive, connecting to a certain part of the person that's, that's the everything of who the person is? That's number two. Number three, when it comes to the brachas that we make when we light Hanukkah candles, so the first night we make a Shechiyonu too, but after the first night there are two brachas that we make, right? We make... That's the first bracha. And then the second one is <coughs> So there's a machlagis in the Rishonim. In Shabbos, it's a big machlagis Rishonim. That second bracha of Shasinisim, how do we really understand that? See, the first bracha is obvious. It's a Sherkit Shonim. So that's a classic Berchus Mitzvah. So before you do a mitzvah, you make a bracha. That's That's the first bracha. But the Gemara says something interesting. The Gemara says that let's say you have a person who Nebuch, he knows that this particular night of Hanukkah, he's not going to be able to have a chance to light Hanukkah candles. He's not going to be able to do it. He's, he's away from home, he's traveling, whatever it is. He's not going to have the opportunity. So the Gemara says a Chiddush, Chazal says in Shulchan that there's such a thing as a Birchas Haroya. It's only by Hanukkah such a thing, that if you can't do the mitzvah yourself, but at least you saw, you see a Hanukkah candle in someone else's house, you can make a bracha on that. It's called Birchas Haroya, the bracha of seeing the Hanukkah candles. And what's the bracha to make? Sha'asanisim. So the Shainim have a question. So now when we make a Sha'asanisim, when you're when you are lighting your Hanukkah candles, what's the nature of that bracha? Is the nature of that bracha just like Birchas Mitzvah? 
Usually, Birchas Simitzis is only one bracha of Asher Kitshana, but Chanukah, Chazal said two brachas. Asher Kitshana, Lahadok, Ner Chanukah, and Shasinisim. Or no. Maybe even when you're lighting your Chanukah candles, really the Birchas Simitzis, the bracha that you're doing for the midst of lighting, is Asher Kitshana, Lahadok, Ner Chanukah. What's Shasinisim? Shasinisim is your personal Birchas Aroi. It means that you are, instead of being in a situation where all you are doing is seeing someone else's, you're seeing your own Chanukah candles. And that's what you're making a bracha on Shasinisa. And the Rishonim, in fact, say the Nafkamina is when should you say Shasinisa? Do you say Shasinisa before you light? Or do you say Shasinisa after you light? If you say, if, if Shasinisa is a birchasa mitzvah, just like a shirkit shanu lahadlik ner it's just usually there's one bracha before the mitzvah, and now there's two. So every birchasa mitzvah you say before you do the mitzvah. So you say lahadlik ner chanaka, and then you light. But other Rishonim that say, no, 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 Shasinisim is a birchas aroya. It's not birchas mitzvah. It's a, bir- it's a bracha that you're making on seeing your own Hanukkah candles. So that's then, then what should you do? You should make Shasinisim after you like. So that's machlakis. Right? Some people have a minig of making lahadlik, and then while they're lighting, they say Shasinisim to sort of bridge the gap. So in halacha, there's always machlakisim. Right? There's always machlakisim. So is Shasinisim, is it a bracha on the mitzvah of lighting? Or is it a bracha on seeing the candles? It's like this. Some say like this, some say like that, fine. But in Pneumius, as you all know, in Pneumius, there's no such thing as machlekes. And what, in, what seems initially as a machlekes, as two separate camps, Pneumius always reveals to us how they're really united. So that's the next, next question. What is it about, in Pneumius, how do we unite these two camps? That Shasanisim is a bracha on the midst of lighting, and it's also a bracha saray. Okay, so you know, only a little bit ago was Yutas Kislev, right? So, you know, when the Balatani was taken out of prison, it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like he just got into an Uber to go home. It was an avoided to get home. So the, the Messiah is, the tradition is that the Balatani, even though he was let out on Yutas Kislev and Chav Kislev and so on, but he, Lamaisa only got home into like one or two days into Hanukkah. So Echsidim, because of that, the Yontif of Yutas Kislev and Hanukkah are considered to be one. It's one long, it's one long Yontif. Hanukkah is a commentary to Yutas Kislev. Yutas Kislev is a, Han- is a commentary to Hanukkah. Wherever you want to look at it, it's one Indian. So let's, let's speak for a few minutes. Really, and, and why am I saying this? Because what I'm going to say now for the next few minutes is in a certain sense really like a Hemshech or a, a part two of what I spoke about by Yutas Kislev. But don't worry, you don't have to remember it. For those that remember, for those that, uh, you know, for those that remember, this will be like a little bit of a Hemshech. You'll see what I mean. All right, so it's like this. Every mitzvah, like I said before, every mitzvah has a skula, but we don't do mitzvahs because of skulas, you know? Halavai, it should bring good things, but every mitzvah has its own, has its inyan. Every mitzvah has its inyan. Every, in, every mitzvah has its own aspect of the nefesh, its own aspect of what is Hashem, that that mitzvah is highlighting. But, you know, there's a principle in Torah that every single mitzvah really contains kolotor kul within it. Which means that there's going to be an aspect of every mitzvah that's chanakadik. Just like there's, a, there's every mitzvah that's going to have a piece of tefillin inside of it. And all of Torah is going to be contained in tefillin, and all of Torah is going to be contained in Hanukkah. It's all... So what... So within every mitzvah, within every mitzvah, according to Arizal, every mitzvah that we do... Doesn't matter. I say, loy say, davening, brachas, you name it. 
there's a certain tachlis that every mitzvah is trying to get a person to. And that tachlis is summed up with one word. In the case of every, this is the word, all mitzvahs, this is the tachlis of all this Hashem, every mitzvah is, yichud. Hashem yichud To unite the Rabbani Shleilam with the Shechina, with the Divine Presence. The Shechina is a code word for Knesset Yisrael. Every mitzvah that we do is somehow in some way building within ourselves a certain infrastructure to allow us, to allow our neshamas to experience a unity with God. That's the tachas of every mitzvah. What's amazing about, so what's the Nekud of Hanukkah? What's amazing is in the Kisvah we find that even though this Indian of Yichud exists by every mitzvah, and every mitzvah at the end of it is complete when it leads to a moment of Yichud, but Hanukkah candles, the whole Indian of Hanukkah candles is Yichud. So the aspect of Yichud that is the goal and the end zone of every mitzvah is Be'etzim Chanukah candles. So Chanukah candles is, is Kuloi Kuloi Yichud. It's Kuloi Yichud. The ta- in a certain sense, the tachas of every mitzvah is just to, to f- discover the Chanukah candle within it. And in the Kisra'ru we find such an idea, it's, for those that are familiar, a little bit familiar, you've heard of this idea, there's what's called the Kavanas of Ner. Ner. Ner is a, means candle, that's the Chanukah candles. And there's Kineris Begumachi 250, Nun Reish is 250. And there's intricate kavanas in the Shemus Akdashim that, that sort of express this yichud, this oneness, this unity between Kuchabrichu Shrinte. And certainly all the kavanas of Hanukkah are revolving around this. I'll just share it to you out, you know, very quickly. You don't have to, you know, it's okay. But there is a said that the name Yudke Vavke, Yudke Vavke plus Eke. Yudke Vavke plus Elokim, and Yudke Vavke plus Adnai, all those six Shemus Akhtayshim, Havai Eke, Havai Elokim, Havai Adnai, equal the Gemachi 250. That's Ner. That's Ner. Now what's amazing is, again, the Rizal says, every mitzvah, when you go through a mitzvah, the Tachlis is to get to that moment of Ner. But Chanakeh candles is cooling there. The whole inning is Ner. The whole inning is Ner. Knowing that and keeping that in mind, there's a very big pillow when it comes to Hanukkah candles. Let me explain. You know, every Shemana Esrei, just like every mitzvah, Shemana Esrei also, davening b'chlal, also culminates to that moment of where there's the Yichud of Ner. When is the moment of the Yichud of Ner? So in, the, so in Shemana Esrei, it's at the end of Shemana Esrei. It's by, by the end of Amavarach HaSama Yisrael B'Shalom. That's when the kavanas of Ner kick in. Because the entire davening was leading up to this moment of Yichud. Yichud. Now, the Rizal says as follows, and Shar Kavanas, he says like this, at that moment when the Yichud takes place, that's exactly when you start taking three steps back, right? So we have a little paragraph of a Lakayin Tsar, but that's the end of Shemineser, you take three steps back. Why do you take three steps back? Says the Rizal Adrav, you should like sort of try to soak it in. It's all been leading to this moment. You might as well, you might as well enjoy it. Said the Rizal like this. The Rizal said that the nature of Yichud, which again I we have to explain what this means. But said the Rizal that the Indian of Yichud Ner, which is Yichud Kishbushchinte, that union between the Jew and God, by its very definition, Yichud needs to be tzniyistic. Spoke with Yutas Kisla, Yisafet right? And so said that reason like this, the entire process of davening from the beginning of brachas in the morning all the way till Shemun Esrei, there's been a process of moving towards that moment of Yichud. And when you're traveling towards that moment of Yichud, 
you're, you're not just you know, traveling through the worlds. You're bringing the worlds with you. you know? It's like uh, the Baal Shem Tev, for example, before, you know, in his younger years, when he had to make a parnasa, when he was like a teenager, a bacher, so he was, uh, he was the Malamid's helper in the Chedarims. He would bring, he would, you know, the, 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 the Malamid would be, in, it would be in the Cheder, teaching the kids, but you needed someone to escort the kids from their home, from their home to the Cheder. So you needed, you know, so they paid a bacher to do that. So it's just basically, you know, uh, you know, just bringing the kids to the school. And the Balshanta, that was his job. So it's a famous thing. He would have a flute and he would play the songs with the kids. And it's a whole, that's, that's, that's what Balshanta is, trying to bring in the Cheder, you know? And so that's what we're doing all of the Avani. So by, by Kurbanis, you're in the world of Asiya. And you're letting the whole world of Asiya know, Chevra, let's go to, let's go to the Rabbanish level. And everyone's like, okay, great, let's go, let's follow you. And then you get to Psub de Zimra, now you're in the universe of Yitzira. Whatever this means, we're in a different part of the universe. You say, Chevron Yitzira, let's go to the Rabbanishlam. Okay, let's do it. And now you have following behind you, Yitzira and Asiya. And then you get to Kriyashma, the Birchus Kriyashma, and now you're in Bria. And you say, Bria, let's go to the Rabbanishlam, the Valdik. Now you have all the universes of Bria, Yitzira, Asiya following you. And then finally you get to Shmonesrei. And there's a whole, and there's Mamish the Chas and the Kalar getting ready, and there's a whole universe of Bria. It's all Mamish here, said the Rizal, but the moment of Yichud has to be Tzniyastik. And so you take three steps back. Three steps back means that all the universes that you brought towards me yesterday, the three steps forward, which means Bria, Yitzhi, Nasir, that you've taken with you, Karbanas, Pesuk de Zimra, and Biras Krishma, at the moment of Yichud, you have to take a step back. You have to let the Chas and the Kala be in a moment of tzniz. So the whole nature of the Yichud of Ner, the whole nature of Yichud of Ner is tzniyistik, by its very definition. And so this is the power of all mitzvahs. The one mitzvah, which is the embodiment and the essence of Yichud of Ner, is what? Is Ner Chanukah. And what do we know about Chanukah? The whole union of Chanukah is presumenis. To light it mamish papumbi, out in the street, achatichla regalman ashok. Davka only, Davka outside, by the door, by the window, whatever it is, we want everyone to see it. This is Mama The whole Indian of Yichud Ner is Davka Tzniyistik. It's not supposed to be out in the public. It's not supposed to be like that. So what's going on? And Adar Hanukkah candles, which is the Indian of Yichud of Ner, is Davka Bepum, it's Davka in the state of pursuing Yisra. That's its Kiyam HaMitzvah. So how do, we, how do we understand such a thing? That's Mama Shepala. That's Mama Shepala. Okay. So, so, so let's explain very poshit, until now it's been complicated, very poshit. What, what, what do I mean when I, what, what, is it, what, it, what does it mean when it says, you know, the sort of about Yichud Kashbuch Shchente? What does it mean Yichud Kashbuch Shchente? So the truth is, the truth is there are, there are no words to describe that, you know what I'm saying? It's, you know, Rav Nassim Breslover, for example, he quotes from Rabbi Nachman in the beginning of Sikh Saran, and really this, this sentence that, that Rav Nassim says over there is really, this is Yichud Kishbe Shchente. Nassim says that, you know, it says in Tehillim, Dov Melch said, Kani Adati Kigod Alavai. Dov Melch says, I know the Rabbanu Shalom is great. I know the Rabbanu Shalom is great. So, Frek Rav Nachman, you know the Rabbanu Shalom is great? We all know the Rabbanu Shalom is great. So. No. 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 Yichud Kishbe Shchente means, Kani Adati Kigod Alavai. That I know the Rav is great. You see, we all know that there are certain things, there are certain pieces of information that we know intellectually that you can write down, you can talk about, you can give over, you can talk. But then we all know, 
and, and, and a person that's been, that has a sensitive soul a little bit feels this sometimes, that sometimes there are certain ideas and certain feelings and certain pieces of information that are surrounding you, you know what I'm saying? But they didn't, they didn't really sink in yet. It's like the famous word from the Kotzke, right? So we say in Davening, which should be on your heart. So Frank Kotzka famously, should be in your heart. So the Kotzka said, sometimes the heart's not open. Sometimes the heart's not open. To ask for Bilvavecha, it's a big ask. So really what we ask for is, it should be And then the moment when the heart opens, it's not it will fall in. It's Alvavecha. There are certain ideas, there are certain hasagas, which we know and you feel is Alvavecha. Alvavecha. What does it mean, Yichud what does it mean to be united? Again, what's the, the Shekhinah means you. It means the Jew. A union between you and the Rabbani Shlomo means that before that union, before that moment, or outside of that moment, you know about each other. You're dating, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know about each other. Resumes have been traveling back and forth. So, but to say, to say that, no, but... But what I know about the Rabbanu Shalom, I really, I've fully absorbed it. It's something that I'm margish. It's something that's bilvavi. It's something that's, it's, it's, it's changed how I think. It's changed how I feel. It's changed how I speak. A person can, you, you, you can control your thoughts to a certain degree. You could control what you say. You could control what you do. But there's a different madrig altogether when Yiddishkeit is able to become bilvavecha in your heart to the point of where it's not a matter of like controlling what you say. You speak differently. You understand? You speak differently. You think differently. You, you act differently. Not because you control yourselves and like, okay, I can't touch this right now or I have to touch this right Whatever. With, the experience is, is altogether different. It's an experience where Yiddishkeit has become, has become entrenched in the most positive ways, has, has been rooted in your heart. It's, it's bilvavecha. This is what it means, a yichud. A yichud kishbechashchente. And you know, I mentioned the yichud of Ner, 250, is havaya eke, havaya lokim, and havaya adnai. Those three, three names, those three pairs. Those three names correspond, and the Svarag Dosh we find this, correspond to these three parts that I just, I just hinted to very quickly. Your thoughts, your words, and your actions. Your machshava, your deeper, and your maisa. Those are, those are three different ways in which a person's consciously engaging in the world. And there's a way of thinking that's, that, that is pre-yichud, and there's, there's thoughts that a person has post-yichud. There are words that you say pre-yichud, and there's a certain type of speech that you say post-yichud. And there's certain actions and a certain type of, type of even moving that a person does pre-yichud to a type of motion and a type of just navigating through life that you do post-yichud. And eke corresponds to thought, elokim corresponds to words, and adna corresponds to your actions. But it's Havaya Havaya Lukim, Havaya Adnai. That's the Yichud of Ner. But here's the problem. I, can't, I shouldn't say a problem, but here's, here's the Nakuda. Those three aspects of who you are, your Machshava, your Dibir, your Maisa, 
and, and let's say Baruch Hashem, a person has been zaychet to have some level of yichut peshbiroshchinta in their life. So they think differently, their thoughts are more guided, revolving around elikos. Their words are different. Their words, their, 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 the conversations they have are guided by elikos, revolving around pnimius. Their actions are, 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 you know, sort of, again, being guided and revolving around avoda. But you know, the part of you that can be invested in that yichud of the Rabbani Shloylam is only the part of you that you know. You know what I'm saying? Like the part of you that you've met, that's what you could bring to the table in Avodah Sashem. But what about the part of you that you've never met before? What about, the, what, about the, what, about, what about deeper layers of yourself that you don't even know exist? See, the level of my, the level of my self-awareness, so that's how, that's, that's who I am. Those are, the, those are the parts of who I am that I could bring to the table of Avayda. So who I am in terms of who I think I am and the levels of self that I'm aware of, that's what I could bring to Avayda Hashem, and those are the, the areas of my identity that I, could, that I could incorporate into this ultimate goal of Yichur Kashbi But what about the sub-sub-sub-sub-subterranean consciousness? What about parts of myself that I don't even know I have. The tachos of my avodas Hashem is for is for the rabbanu shalom's presence to go deep, 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 and all the way into the deepest parts of who I am. that it's no longer a matter of just like thinking differently or, you know, uh, my words, you know, articulating things in a different language. When elokus penetrates the deepest part of who you are, even subconscious, then then. Then, auto, then automatically it's, it's no longer an avoid, it's no longer a struggle how to think, how to speak. It's just, your, entire, your entire essence has been transformed. You're altogether a different person. Not that what you say is different, and not that what you speak is different, not that what you do is different, but you are a different person. And a person that, again, as a sensitive soul sometimes can feel this, that even after they've attained some level of yichud kishvir in their thoughts, their words, and their actions, and their life, their conscious life, is revolving around the Vedas Hashem. And this doesn't mean a person's in Kailo, don't get me wrong, it means a person's working, but their entire life is, is automatically revolving around the Vedas Hashem and Elokos. But a sensitive person sometimes feels, yeah, but it's not deep enough. It's not deep enough. Like there's, there's more to me. There's more to me, there's more cracks, there's more crevices, there's more layers of self that Elokos has not got to yet. And the person that you express this to, your best friend or whatever, might say to yourself, Yanko, you're pretty good. Like, it's, like, you're good. Like, don't worry. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, really, even. Like, you're fine. And Levi de Marisnasha, only the heart knows this truth. Only you know this. Only you can be margish that nah, it hasn't gone deep enough. It hasn't gone deep enough. And, there's no, and there might not be any outward simon or indication that Elokus is still Al-Vavecha. But you know it. You know it. You're But the problem is, the only way to bring that deepest part of yourself to the table in order for the Yichat Kachibir to take place 
He said, you got to bring it out. So how do you bring it out? So Rabbi Hashem gave us a matanam and a shemayim, a gift from heaven. You know how, you know what type of gift the Rabbi Hashem gave us in order to bring out from ourselves the deepest, deepest essence of who we are to allow it to be incorporated into the world of Yichadish Bishkintai? The gift the Rabbi Hashem gave us is snagdam. Snagdam. What do I mean? See, I told you this. What do I mean, misnagdim? I don't mean, I don't mean uh, misnagdim, like, you know, from Litta, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, I'm talking about all levels of opposition. I'm talking about Yavanin, I'm talking about Romans, I'm talking about whatever that version is, you want to, whatever you want to call it. All levels of opposition, all levels of hisnagdus, is the gift that the Rebbe gave us in order to bring out from ourselves a level of depth that we wouldn't be able to access under normal circumstances. This is why, what happens when a person, when something opposes you? You know, there's, there's such a phenomenon. Everyone knows this. There's such a thing as like uh, uh, reverse psychology. Yeah? What's reverse psychology? You want someone to do something, right? So you tell the opposite. Because the nature of a person is, oh, you said I should go left? I'll show you. I'm going right. Oh, you want me to go right? I'm going left after. It's a funny thing. There is such a thing in the nefesh that the oimik, oimik a nefesh, atzmias a nefesh, yichidish of a nefesh, whatever words you want to call it, the pintle, whatever it is. There's sometimes the only way, and possibly the only way, for that deepest layer of self to, to become access and to surface is dafka when it's being opposed. Is dafka when what you know you should do and even want to do, you're being stopped from doing that. And then all of a sudden, what is triggered from within you is this, this you know, primordial, you know, survival mode opposite, to fight back. And that, whenever there's hisnagdus, what's brought out from hisnagdus is not just a desire, not just a will, not just a want, but the rotsin shibberet sinus, the rav and the kol ravin, the desire of all desires. You thought you wanted it, now that you're told you can't, now you know how much you want it. But ba'aymik, ba'aymik. This is why Avedis Hashem with Mesiris Nefesh is so important. And this is, I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, th- this is why in our generation, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, we don't have the Hisnagdas that the Jewish people had in early generations from the Gayim and the Chulu. So we have to find our own Hisnagdas, right? So you have to find things that oppose you and identify them. Because the world right now is in such a place where it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't show obviously the Hisnagdas against us in Avadis Hashem. But that Hisnagdas is so, it's such a beautiful gift on a certain level because it brings out of you those layers of self that you would otherwise not be able to access. And when those layers of self are now actualized and accessed through the Hisnagdas, now they can be unified. Now you can have a Lukos saturate them. And Yichu Kuch is possible, not just in Machshav Adibar Maisa, but in Atzimis and Nefesh, in the essence of who you are, in the Rav the Ravan of who you are, Davka because of Hisnagdas. So what's amazing is, is that this is what Hanukkah is. See, Hanukkah is not just the Yichud of Ner. Every mitzvah has Ner. But Hanukkah, Hanukkah is a yontif that's celebrating Mesir's Nefesh. 
It's a yontif that celebrates Hisnagdas. Think about it. We say by, by Alan Yisim that what happened to Hanukkah, Rabbim v'yad ma'atim, the many in the hands of the few. See, it's an interesting type of miracle to, 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 de- to define a miracle like that. The nature of that miracle is, Rabbim v'yad is, that the more Rabbim, the greater the miracle. Right? Because when it comes to Pesach, for example, the miracle of the Ten Makis is not increased. The miracle of Pesach and the, and the Makis and so on are not do not become greater based on how many Mitzrim there were. It could be a million Mitzrim, ten million Mitzrim. The, the, the celebration of Pesach is, is not really growing because of that. But the Yantav the whole of Hanukkah is Rabbim Yanatim, the many in the hands of the few. And the more many there are, the greater the miracle. It means the opposition itself is redefined as part of the nace. The greater the mania, the greater the obstacle, the greater the rabbim, the greater the miracle. The Yontav of Hanukkah means is that, in, that the, 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 the opposition, that until now has been seen as simply an opposition, stopping you from doing what you want. The Yontav of Hanukkah says that the, that the miracle is not the removal of the opposition. The Yontav of Hanukkah says that the, to realize that the opposition itself is what brought out of you and parts of yourself that you otherwise would not be able to, to, to bring out your, on your own. And so what happens through the, through the lens of Hanukkah is, is that the Hisnagdus, the opposition itself, is redefined as part of the Gilui. It's part of the revelation. It's part of the miracle itself. It's part of the Yontif. It's part of the celebration. Because it's through the Hisnagdus, through the opposition, that that part of yourself, which is a Bechin of Adlo Yoda, that part of yourself that's the subconscious is now finally surfacing to allow it to be incorporated into our Vedas Hashem, that the Elokus, that until now is only, is only able to be brought into the arena of Machshav Maisa, can now be brought into the Kishkas of who you are. This is all the side of the Bracha of Sha'as Let's think about that. That bracha saraya, the bracha that you that, that the person makes when they see the Hanukkah candles. Let's let's get into the guy's head for a second. He's walking down the street, and what does he see? So let's paint the scene. So everyone everyone's home, and he's watching. You know, families you know huddled together by the glow of the Hanukkah candles, and they're singing Hanukkah songs, and it's picturesque. It's not much beautiful. And what's this guy walking down the block? He's thinking to himself, "My mazel, I don't. I, I'm not going to be able to play Hanukkah candles tonight." That's Birchus right? Birchus means the guy knows he's not lighting Hanukkah candles. So what is he thinking? What is he feeling when he sees a Hanukkah candle? He's feeling unbelievable cheshek and gagulim and desire to light, but he can't light. The Meneas and the Snagdus in his life at that moment stopping him from what? From actually lighting Hanukkah candles are so intense. And we know this, right? When he wasn't looking at the Hanukkah candles, so he wasn't thinking about it too much. He wasn't thinking about the minis. But now that he sees the Hanukkah candles, and he sees how beautiful they are, and he's imagining how beautiful it would be if he would be able to light, all of a sudden the Hisnagdus is mamish so intense. And he makes a Birchus The bracha that he's making on seeing the Hanukkah candles is not just Tama bracha. He's making a bracha on Hisnagdus. He's making a bracha, not just on Hanukkah candles, he's making a bracha, Rabbi thank you for putting this obstacle in my life, because without this obstacle, I would not have known how deeply I want to light Hanukkah candles. I would not have realized how deeply, how deep my rutzen goes, how deep, how, how, 
how open my heart can be. So we ask a question, Rishonim said, is Isha Asanisim a bracha on seeing the Hanukkah candles? Or is a bracha on the, on the midst of lighting the Hanukkah? The answer is, it's one and the same. Because the midst of lighting Hanukkah candles is what? Is the midst of Yichud. Of Yichud Gishbishchina, Yichud of Ner. But the whole inning of Hanukkah is not to be satisfied with Machshava Dibar Maisa levels of Yichud. You want to have the Yichud penetrate the Oymik Shaba Oymik, the Rotsen Shaba Ritzainis, the Rav, the Kol Rav, and the part of you that you didn't even know that you have. And that is expressed Davki in Birchas The Brachan seeing the Hanukkah candles to bring out within yourself that longing, that longing for the Hanukkah candles is itself the mitzvah. Because the mitzvah is not just to have, not just, not just to absorb elokus in your conscious self, to absorb elokus in your subconscious self. And the only way for that to happen is if you are margish manias, is if you margish how deeply you desire elokus. And the only way to fully recognize that deepest desire is because there's obstacles. Birchas Aroi is itself Birchas Mitzvahs. This is why it's a complicated thing in the Kavanas, but we find in the, in the, in the Kavanas of Shasin Nisim Lavisenu that the word Nisim, the word Nes, for example, Nun Samach, equals Begimachia, Yudke Vavke. If you spell it out in full, it equals 45 Yudke Vavke, Mili Alfin, with an Aleph and so on with hey Aleph, Vav, Aleph, Vav, and hey Aleph. One way of filling out Yudke Vavke equals 45. So 45, that's Yudke Vavke, plus Adnai. Adnai is 65, put them together. That's Bigamachia. That's Bigamachia, the word Nase. So it means, what is a miracle? See, it means, it means the word, the word Nase is revealing to us that you know what a miracle is? A miracle is Yichud. Savai Adnai. Havai means Rabbanu Shalom, Adnai means Knesset Yisrael, means you. But here's the most amazing thing, like I said in the beginning, whenever you're dealing with a Yichud, a Yichud is supposed to be Tzniyistik. And the whole idea of a Nase, what is a Nase? A Nase means the Pharesia. Hanukkah, yes, we ask the same question. Hanukkah candles is all Yichud of Yichud, it's Yichud Ner. On the other hand, the whole Indian is Pesumenisa. By Shemun you take three steps back, because it's supposed to be Tzniyistik. All of a sudden, Hanukkah, it's Pesumenisa. The answer is, under normal circumstances... The yichud of ner it's true. Because the outside world that doesn't, that doesn't chap what's going on is a distraction from the yichud. But the gilu of Hanukkah is that what? Is that everything that is seen as a distraction from Elikus is part of the yichud. It brings out the yichud even more. The hisnagdus, the opposition, what stares you about bri, yitzir, nasiya. What normally stares you in, 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 in that last part of Shemun in Hanukkah, Hanukkah says, Adraba, those minias, those things that are staring you, those things that are, those things that are chal, those things that are raglut, that are in the shuk, those are minias that bring out of you a rotsen shavaret sinus, that that rotsen shavaret sinus is, is, is where the yichud really has to be. So the hisnagdus is part of the yichud. They're not distractions. It's not, it's not having a yichud when there's outside things watching. It's all part of the yichud. Everything's becoming unified with that Elokus is, 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 is the deepest part of Elokus is penetrating your deepest self because of the opposition. Because of what's, what is until now seems as a distraction. This is why it's an amazing thing. You know, the Gemara says, It's late, I'm sorry. Whatever, okay. So we officially apologize. So you know, the Gemara says you light Hanukkah candles. So the Gemara says, "Ragla the Tarmigdoi." Right? There was a certain tribe 
in those days, that would be the last ones in the shuk. And so you light Hanukkah candles until the last one, one of the Tamardim are out of the shuk. So Tzaddik quotes from the Yishritzer, there's a Gemara, a few places in Shas, we find this tribe of Tamardim, these were Goyim, these were Goyim, but not Stam Goyim. These were Goyim that were hounding Jewish women. That they wanted intermarriage, they were pushing intermarriage, trying to get into our camp. So this is the Mount Chappelle. So whole in Hanukkah is Yichud. And Yichud means, first of all, Tzniyaz. And Yichud obviously means uh, to kosher Yidin. And so what's Hanukkah like? Not only are you lighting it outside, but you're lighting it outside as long as there's Tamudoyim in the street. And with the Tamudoyim, everything that's opposed to Yichud. So the whole evening of Hanukkah, which is Yichud, is Dafka, the Zman of Hanukkah candles, is Dafka at a time where in the street are people that are opposed to Yichud. The answer is Hagufa. That's exactly the point. Because in order to, to bring out of yourself a level of Yichud, a level, a level of yourself that's capable of the biggest yichud in the world, you need a hisnagdus to that yichud. And then it becomes, then, then, then the part of yourself that you weren't until now unaware of is now forced out of its shell. This is, let's go back to answer some of the questions. So yes, what does Hanukkah and Purim have to do with each other? What, what, what aspect of Purim is being developed by Hanukkah? The answer is, the whole in of Purim is what? It's Adlo Yoda. To get to a place within the soul that you mamish, it's a bechin of How do you know you even have such a place? How do you bring that place out? What is the beginning of discovering within yourself a level of self that's beyond consciousness, that's deeper than anything that you ever thought you knew? That's where Hanukkah comes from. Hanukkah is what begins to, to open up the sugi of Adloyad. That's what Hanukkah is. This is also why I mentioned in the beginning, this is also why Hanukkah brings with it a refuah to the entire body. If a person has a certain chalishas, just an overall chalishas, Hanukkah is a refuah to that. Why? Because again, Hanukkah means bringing out and bringing elokus to Ratzin, Shabbat, Sinus, the deepest, deepest self. And if there's a general chalishas, the, the general weakness of the body is because there's something, the shayrish, the root, the very depth of who you are is not fully engaged. When if you have a stream, a little trickle, you know, a little, uh, a little, uh, a little stream in the, in the, in the, of water coming out of the ground, but it's not coming out stark, it, don't blame the water, and don't blame the stream that you see. The problem is, is that the source, the, the point where the, where the water comes out of seemingly nowhere, there's a clog over there. If you remove the, the, the impediments, if you remove the clog in the, from the root, from the source, then of course the water is going to come out stark. So there's a general chalishas in a person's avodas Hashem. Well, there's a chalishas in the general body. So you could try to fix this part and that part and that part. But sometimes it's because you need that moment of discovering what you really, really want. And like, you know what you want, but do you know that you really, really want it? That's Hanukkah. Hanukkah brings that refuah clawless to the whole body. That's what Hanukkah is. This is why Hanukkah is a hemshech of Yutas Kislev. Because Yutas Kislev is obviously not just the, redem- not just the redeeming, the, uh, when, when Teres Chassidus, which is Teres Mashiach, comes out of prison. Hanukkah says that the prison itself was the greatest gift of all. That's what allowed the Ratzin Shevard Sinus to be manifest. Shabbos is a Bechina, Hanukkah is a Bechina of Shabbos. The culmination of Shabbos is what we call Shal Shudas, which is Rava, the Rava, and Ratzin Shevard Sinus. That's what Hanukkah candles is. That's the meaning of Hanukkah. When you look at the Hanukkah candles and you, Bez Hashem, you light 
the following, you know, the next nights and so on. When you look at the Hanukkah candles, you have to dive into Rabbanu Shalom, Rabbanu Shalom. I know that I want to be a Yid. Of course I want to be a Yid. That's our greatest desire and goal, is that we should be Yidin, that our family should be Yidin, that we should be proud of ourselves, Rabbanu Shalom should be proud of us. But you have to dive into Rabbanu Shalom, Rabbanu Shalom. Let me, let me find out, let me taste a little bit of how deeply I want to be a Yid. Of course you want to be a Yid. But don't just dive in that you should be a Yid. You should dive in, Rabbanu Shalom, let me discover how deeply I want this. Because that's what Hanukkah, that's the refus hanefesh of Hanukkah. To allow a person to truly realize how passionate you are. Because every Yid is passionate about Yiddishkeit. If you don't think you're passionate about it, it means you don't, you haven't, you need, you have to light Hanukkah candles. Hanukkah candles means that you have to, to discover that passion. Once the passion is there, once the ruts and shivered sinus is there through the opposition, It'll take care of itself. Everything else will take care of itself. But that, to, to get those, to, you, to, to realize what Minias are, the Nisim and Eflois, that's why the word Nisim, as I said, Nes equals Rachi Havai Adnai. But it's also with Yud Mem, which is 50, which is the 50th gate of Bina. So there's such a thing as Nun Shari Bina, whatever. So nun, the, the 50th gate in the Sefer Eiv, Mekubal Sefer Yitzir says that the 50th gate of Bina is described by one Pasuk, Nisiv Lo Yado. A path that is unknown. And that's Shasanisim Lav But the Yichud of Nais, which is Havai Adnai, should penetrate into the 50th gate of Bina. The 50th gate of Bina means that part of your knowledge, a part of yourself that you don't even know. That's where the Yichud should get to. Shasanisim Lav Yisenu, that we should be to discover within ourselves how deeply we want to be Yidin. And once you know how deeply you want to be a Yid, and it's game over. It's game over. The Bunshin Shabbos to discover that Rutsin, and all the world should discover that Rutsin Shabbat Sunday. Zavami Yisrael, the Biyas Gold Zedek, and the Ever Main Amen. Amen.